how every entrepreneur can scale their business. So the mindsets, the sales, the marketing, and so much more. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of The Virtual Entrepreneur. Today, the title for today's interview is Scaling Your Business, Tips, Tricks, Secrets, an interview with John Carvel. My name is Herbert Innocent, and today I am talking with John Carvel about tips, tricks, and secrets that every entrepreneur needs to shortcut their way to succeeding with scaling their business to get better results faster. Welcome, John Carvel. Herbert, thank you so much for inviting me on the show. It's great to be here. Awesome, awesome. So as you know, Jan Cavell is a well-known expert on the subject matter of scaling businesses. She is no stranger to the concept of, of entrepreneurship successes and failure. And she has even built her own businesses from the kitchen table all the way to multi-million dollar businesses. So today we're going to be talking with John, who has graciously, graciously agreed to interview, to share her extensive knowledge and experts, cool tips and tricks that any entrepreneur could be useful, would be useful to any entrepreneur to know how to accelerate their businesses for better results and help you scaling your businesses. So you'll be learning about the mindsets, the sales, the marketing, and so much more. I am excited to have you join us on this interview with John Carvel. So thank you again, John Carvel, for joining us on this wonderful interview. <laughs> It's wonderful to be here. <laughs> I'm I am, really looking forward to chatting. Awesome. I am so excited. I can't contain myself. <laughs> so we're going to jump right into the interview. And as I said a little bit earlier, so the interview usually has a set of questions that are going to be first initially focused on your background and experiences uh, in the field of scaling businesses so the entrepreneurs in our audience can understand who you are, where you're coming from, and how you can relate to to where they are right now right and so after that we'll then jump into the cool stuff the cool tips tricks and secrets about scaling businesses right what motivated entrepreneurs to go into this venture of building and scaling businesses and then the idea here is so that our audience will get a little bit of a takeaway that they can apply to their businesses today to get those fantastic results so, John, could you tell us a little bit more about yourself in terms of background, education, experiences in building and scaling your own businesses? Well, I was a very ignorant entrepreneur. So first thing is, don't let that put you off ever, because they didn't come more ignorant than me. Uh, you know, I had really avoided going out to work as much as possible and therefore done what I guess you'd call gigging nowadays but you know but of course back then there wasn't such a thing but you know i do work for other people but on a freelance basis i started a few businesses uh, on a very small basis either me or me and a friend and you know i was just doing lots of things but you know got paid pretty instantly but avoided having a job contract really uh, and you know that suited me just fine and that's great and it's wonderful if you don't have too many obligations and you know at that stage I was single and I didn't have kids and you know I was mainly just working to, to feed myself, put a roof over my head and travel as much as possible. And later on <coughs> um, I got married and had kids and then I had to 
do a business a bit more seriously because I found myself on my own as a single mom post a divorce. And so there I was with, with this relatively little experience and extremely broke. I mean, I know you did a wonderful episode recently on bootstrapping and I do know all about that one because I was really penniless. I was on sort of social support um, and, uh, you know, with these two children and thinking, you know, what do I do now? And I had got sales experience and, you know, from, from really taking jobs when I couldn't find anything more fun to do for myself. But, you know, it, sales is a really, really useful asset. I am such a fan of learning sales, you know, whether you use it in, in a set way of, of being a salesperson, that's a different matter, but just understanding the sales process that, and um, now, of course, marketing, and we'll talk about that, I'm sure. But, you know, I, it stood me in incredibly good stead. I didn't know it at the time, but it was to be a foundation for a business because there I was with these kids, desperate to put a roof over our head and meant desperate to get a future of some sort. Um, and selling something, you know, was the basis of my business. And, you know, that's, that's what I grew from there. And building what I did, which was a manufacturing business in the end, actually came later because it was, it was because of problems with the supply chain. But I needed to do it myself in-house. But, um, you know, it was, it was all about selling, you know, and I think, sort of diverting slightly, but I think if you understand the very, very basis of business, that you are selling something and putting a profit on it, and that equals business, you know, it's, it's so simple. But it's something that people now forget because business has got very mystiqued and complicated and, uh, you know, only the geniuses can do it. And it, it's nonsense, you know, if you if you sell something for more than you bought it, you're making a profit in your own business. That's a, that sounds like a lot, a, a very a long journey going from where you started to get to where you are with a lot of stories in there. Um, I think I agree when you say selling is quite a, a very useful skill there. And I think if you're in a business, you, you have to give yourself that opportunity to learn that skill. Um, and I'm going to touch a little bit more into that because I think it's really fundamental for all business owners. But what I wanted to ask a little bit there, well, you, you said, you know, you started taking business seriously as once you had the family. And I wanted to ask you, would you say family played a really important role in making you a serious entrepreneur and how was that like for you? Absolutely, it was crucial for me because, you know, up till then, if I'd just been on my own, mm. you know, I'd have fiddled around, done a few more jobs, you know, for, for other people, got a sales job for a bit to keep, uh, you know, for paying the rent, but I wouldn't have actually thought I've got to build something. Mm. And, and also working from home, which is how I started it, mm. because I didn't want to go out to work. I wanted to be without, with, with the children. Mm. So I, I literally worked from home um, and looked after the kids at the same time. And, and none of those things I could have done if I'd had to go out to work, mm. you know, so it was, it was all part of the same package. Mm. It was absolutely crucial to me. 
and you know in many ways it, it made life a lot easier because it was a big driving force you know in my life to have that have that intent of providing for the children mm-hmm. just meant you know i had to go for it what I, you know you didn't start thinking of this is all going to go wrong i'm no mm-hmm. good i can't do this you had to do it because it was for them it's yeah. so much easier doing things for somebody else yes. than it is for yourself mm-hmm. and your kids Absolutely. most of all <laughs> Absolutely. I think it's the back your your back is, is against the wall, isn't it? Your Yeah. It's like you have to no choices anymore. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I I, I agree. I can understand uh, a, a little bit of that. Um and uh do you think that uh cuz there's this thing where I've heard maybe a few people would say in, you know as in, you know, I can't do that because I have a family. I you know, I can't as in I can't start a business because I have a family. Do you think that applies? Do you think that mindset is correct for an entrepreneur to think like that? I don't uh, I don't like telling other people how to live their lives, but mm. I, I you know so so I I will say that first. But I think if they want to start a business, they should go ahead and do it. You can still you know so run a business and have children at the same time yeah. you know i know some fabulous entrepreneurs across the globe who've you know had uh, had children and still started a business because they've been determined to mm. uh, you know we don't find ourselves arguing with, as much with women who who still keep their jobs and mm. have children you know why should it be any different with yeah. entrepreneurship mm. you know i think it actually entrepreneurship bends itself you know like i did mm. you can adapt your business easier in in the early years than you probably can if you work for somebody else who might have you know objections if you take a longer lunch bar because it's you know something's going on in your kid children it's children's sports day or something mm-hmm. you know it's 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 easier to be adaptable if it's if you're your own your own boss Yeah, yeah. That's a really beautiful message there. Because uh, sometimes I think as entrepreneurs we do find ourselves sitting on the fence. We like, you know, I have a family now. This is risky, but if you really want to, I think um it's it's worth knowing that other people have done it. You are not the first one. You can do it too. All you have to do is just follow, you know, the basic process there, which is your trading. Absolutely. But, yeah, Absolutely. I think yeah yeah i think you know we all get nervous about giving up you know luckily for me i wasn't very employable or very good at being in a job which made the risk of giving one up a lot easier yeah, but yeah. you know when you've got a great career and some people do have a great career unlike mm-hmm. me um, you know it's much harder to give give that up and and start a business whether you've got children or not but you yeah. know it, it it's um on the other hand people with great careers usually plan it out much more carefully and you know yeah so it's so plus and minuses yeah 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 absolutely absolutely yeah thank you for sharing that with us i i i, I am glad because i've always believed that you know if you should always if you have that passion if you feel like you can do it you shouldn't hold yourself don't let these fears hold yourself uh back there's always people who have done it and you can learn from them and so on and so forth and so uh one thing that i wanted to ask as well was you know you've talked a lot about about you know entrepreneurship success and failure uh and you you also talk about scaling your businesses so in terms of uh you yourself do you help entrepreneurs you know scale their businesses or do you help them how to build them or what is it that you you're helping entrepreneurs with 
in terms of well, stock? you know, I found, uh, I mean, th- this business, uh, unlikely though it may seem, actually took off, you know, and my little selling operation and then manufacturing, and so it grew to a fair size. And, you know, I started to, to learn about business slightly more seriously and rather late in the day mm. and discovered the whole principle of scaling a business and one thing and another. Mm-hmm. And one of the things, you know, I, I, I found it very hard. You got to a certain pitch and then it was, you know, you, you sort of get stuck and you might slide back a bit and then you go on a bit and you might slide back a bit again. And it's almost like a, a different stage again rather like startup is you know you it's the stage where you're creating a business that's separate from yourself but it's not you and a you know a very small team at all everybody knows something it becomes an entity that exists with or without you and that's a big change and it's it's hard to do um and I, you know, like many entrepreneurs, I assumed it was me for a very long time until I talked to other people and discovered that a huge number of entrepreneurs get stuck at that exact point. Mm-hmm. The transition is a real, real problem. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, with my writing, when I retired, um, I, well, that was my original intention, uh, I decided that I would write this book to, to help entrepreneurs solve the mysteries that I'd come up against of, of how it's so hard to get a business to go, you know, from from one to ten million, it depends on sector, you know, but people usually get stuck about the two or three. Okay, and uh, okay, so it's this idea of essentially, you know, making the entire business stand alone and independent of the founders uh, as it. the key yeah. elements of the business. That's very fundamental. I think that's really important, especially if you want to retire and work. Exactly. Well, maybe exactly. do something else new. Okay. And people and, get stuck in it because they can't get this get this separation. And so, you know, there's no business to sell because nobody wants it because the only asset is you. Is it, yeah. And you can't get out of it. You get more and more tired and more and more burnt out and it's mm. disaster. Okay. That sounds, that is very fundamental. Well, do you say, um, I suppose this is a follow-up question I'm thinking, is that something that business owners should be incorporating at the beginning of their business? Or is it something that they should do it once they're at a stage and they want to leave? I'm wondering. I think they ought to be much more aware of it than Mm -hmm. they are. I mean, it's one of the reasons I wrote the book was to raise awareness because, you know, we all know about problems with startup and they're considerable. And, you know, there's lots of people out there selling coaching and packages that, you know, are going to get you wildly rich. But there's not a lot talked about by this sort of middle stage of, you know, which is actually where a lot of people get into trouble. Mm -hmm. So I think it's really important we talk more about it. I think, again, it depends a bit on sector, but, you know, and and on you, you may be perfectly happy with a small business that isn't Mm -hmm. going to grow too much Mm -hmm. and that, you know, you're careful to keep um, cash positive and that you can shut up shut up shop and you know go away tomorrow that's fine that's fantastic but equally you know if you've created something that has a team uh you know that sort of thing 
it's going to be a problem for you to sort of shut up shop. Mm. And so if that's the way you're going, you do need to think about creating a separate entity and exactly what you want to do long term fairly early on. Yes, mm. I think that's one of the biggest problems mm-hmm. is that people don't think about it early on. They get to a certain point, find it, it isn't self-sufficient, mm. start to panic, start to firefight and get in a muddle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I think uh, that really speaks for itself there as in making a business self-sufficient. It's, <laughs> I'm trying to find another way to re-emphasize that message and I think you just nailed it there in terms of, uh, I think as in, especially if you have planned ahead what your end goal is for your business, it should make sense to have these uh, plans uh, in place Uh, so that you are not the key element that keeps the business open and you know uh, especially if you want to sell it or exit or whatever strategies that you want to use at the end goal i think uh, they should be considered so that's a really good highlight that we have never considered on this show so thank you for uh for highlighting that key point there and i was going to ask you is there in your maybe from your experience is there a tip that you wish you'd share Uh, with the entrepreneurs in terms of scaling their business especially uh when they're first starting out is there something that they can do that can keep them on their right track uh beside awareness because you mentioned awareness is very important that you know you're first thinking about these things but what would you say is the next stage that they could do once they're aware I think, you know, as you rightly say, they've got to be really clear on what their end goal is. And, you know, if you've got a highly profitable small business, just because everybody tells you it's right to grow it, it may not be. You know, if if you're loving your life and it suits you and you've got plenty of money and there just aren't any problems, why on earth would you want to ruin that, you know, Um, just because people say you should? You know, so I think I think that's important. You know, you want to be sure that it's going to work for you growing it. And if you are going to, you want to allow yourself plenty of time. You know, it isn't as as I was saying, it's not something to drift into. It's something to plan. Um, you know, you're you're going to heighten the odds of failure if you drift in. You know, whereas, you know, just as with uh, with anything, if you plan it right, if you plan the be it the money side or the taking on people side or what size you're going to side or all those things plan it out and take time about it um you know as in in probably 18 months planning time you know then you've got a, a much better chance of succeeding but you know above all else again come back to the fact that remember business is about selling something you know be it a service or a product mm-hmm. and you've got to be sure 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 that you know your product is going to absolutely eat up a bigger chunk of the market and that that's not going to be a problem you know it can't be something you know the bucket of water that's going to top up your pond you have to stop your house burning down type of problem because you're going to have to generate an awful lot more sales yeah. if you're going to grow. Yes. Yeah, yeah that, that, that makes a lot of sense. That brings everything together to discuss over there. And uh, I'm wondering, would that... Uh, what maybe from your experiences and your perspective, uh, what could uh, 
what have you seen that maybe could uh, maybe it's a trick or maybe it's something that you figured out or discovered in terms of this that you're noticing as a common trend that uh in in the area of that entrepreneur has entrepreneurs begin going through the process of scaling their business so, so i think you know if they don't plan it out beforehand it becomes a firefight and you know like we all know when we start firefighting we're not terribly effective mm-hmm. you know we lose control of things and we get burnt out and it's not very good for us um you know and i've seen that a lot and, and that's where you go for two steps forward and one and three quarter steps back again yeah 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 awesome and is there a way so essentially the best way from i'm trying to recap is what you're saying the best way will be to plan ahead Absolutely. and then and once they've planned ahead, uh, I'm guessing the idea there will be to then start implementing that plan. Um, yeah. And and is there is the idea there to then get maybe expertise in terms of finding ways to replace uh, what did you call this? Maybe re- finding ways to bringing everything into a systematic approach. That or how would you go about it? I mean, I think you've got to look at a lot of things. I think systems are a good point um, because entrepreneurs tend to find systems pretty tedious. Mm-hmm. You know, most entrepreneurs are very fast thinking and, you know, we want to get on with it and deal with this and deal with that. And the, you know, prospect of sitting in your office for, you know, the next two months of the concocting systems is just, you know, beyond bearing and there's always something more urgent to do it's going to be tomorrow's job and tomorrow's never going to come so you know i think you do want to on on the actual systems you know i think um there's a book i'd recommend not not mine um for this one but called systemology um and that's by a guy called dave jennings and you know he talks a lot about this and and he recommends that you actually get somebody else in your business to do most of the systems which makes complete sense to me you know you 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 set it up yes you know um which he shows you how but after that you hand it over because the chances are an entrepreneur won't do it Mm. but yeah it's more than systems it's it's about um it's it though that's a big part of it you know, because anybody buying your business is going to want to know that it can run. Yes. Um, you know, but it's about getting the right people, the right support, the right management team is crucial. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, absolutely. and that takes some doing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, funny thing is that this is actually one of my favorite topics is uh, system, <laughs> systematize, systematizing. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and- oh, <laughs> all your readers with it that's all right honestly most people i know just you know want to jump in the pool and bury their head in the sand you know rather than uh, do systems that's wonderful i think i think i can understand why why um for a lot of entrepreneurs this will be very uh, tedious and i think i understand that i know how tedious it is especially when it comes to doing it Uh, and i think also as an entrepreneur there are things that you can focus on that your attention should never deviate from such as sales and uh, marketing your business and i think having someone else do that also removes the bias and really looking at the key components so um it's one and the reason why i really love this topic is because my background is in engineering so i understand systems Uh, much better yes yeah (laughs) and i i tend to want to put everything into a system (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes. 
that would make absolute sense. <laughs> yes, you'd be far better at it than me, you see. It's just everything else seems too complicated unless it's, it's, it's systematized. But I think uh, I understand from you, as in if you want your business to work without the founders, you need to have it in a process yeah. that, you know, everyone else can understand how to drive it forward. So Absolutely. I think it's very key. And I think you're, uh, as in, as far as having someone coming from outside, that is a very good insight. I think it, uh, I think a lot of entrepreneurs are about to consider that because it can seem like something you want to do by yourself. And I'm wondering what, what what's your experience on that? If you try to do yourself, I mean, you mentioned yeah, I mean, I, you know, I think there's two there's two problems with mm. or with systems. You you know, you've got to have the right people to use them. And I, you know, I did force myself to do a lot of the systems, but uh, you know, as I say, there's there's part two. People have to buy into the systems. Mm. But yeah, I mean, I think you can get you can get somebody within your team even to do the systems mm. if you show them right and and get them how to. Um, do the workflow right, and, and why you do the workflow. That that bit has to come from you because you're you're one who understands the business best. Mm. But it it just doesn't have to be you. Not yeah, all yeah. the work. Yes. Um, you know, so, so I think that helps. But yeah, uh, uh, as I say, the, the part two is getting people to buy into the systems. Yeah. yeah. So selling the system is it? Yeah, it's it's got to make their life easier, but allow them to be creative. You know, I think that's for for juggle because a lot of systems. You know, I got very excited briefly about systems, and you know, um, I mean, for example, when I was manufacturing, I got very into something called Six Sigma. I'm not going to be able to say it. Six Sigma, which is um, a sort of you may know it. It's a it's a way of planning everything very sort of. Um, easy so you know you have all your tools in reach so of having to get everything flows everything's beautifully easy and you know to us sounds wonderful but you know actually there were people on the team who who hated to work in organized ways you know mm. they liked be, having everything everywhere it might have been slower but they were at their creative best in chaos mm. and i think it's a, it's you know you've got to have a system about the important things but it's still allow people to be themselves and that's that's a really difficult juggle to have mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely that's a that's a that's a very yeah that's a very something that's i think that's around the area of mindset isn't to be cautious of your teams and how they work as well so that you can bring that all, all that together i wonder i wonder is there specific mindsets that uh, an, an entrepreneur should be into in terms of uh, when they're scaling their business is there a mindset that they need to adapt uh, from your experience i think very very focused you know, I, I mean, I, I think what, looking back, one of my issues was that by that time, of course, the children had grown. So my why of, um, you know, I've got to do this, come what may, blinkered straight ahead, mm. you know, didn't exist anymore. So I kept on thinking, oh, this is a good idea. I should do this. Do I want to do this? Yeah, this is a good idea. I'll do this. <laughs> you know, and, and that just is not going to get anybody anywhere. Mm. Um, you know, I'm not saying that that was the only problem, but I, I don't think it helps. You've got to have, when you come up with your vision, you've got to have that same nothing's going to stop me attitude mm-hmm. to, to drive you that you, you had when you first started up. Mm-hmm. 
And okay, and if you, uh, did, is there a little secret that you used uh, when someone when something was deviating you from the focus? Was there something that you used to keep you on? Um, I'm trying to remember. I mean, I think, I think I was. <laughs> I'm not sure I should have done actually for a variety of reasons. I, you know, there was that feeling I had to do it, which is never a good, a good way, you know, reason to do something. Actually, I felt that, you know, this was what I ought to be doing. Um, you know, and again, I think that was a problem. Um, okay. You know, but but you know, I felt it was my responsibility. Okay. Um, it, sh- it shouldn't be quite like that. It should be okay. because you're crazy. Determined ah. to do it. Okay, so it should be from inspiration rather than from the 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 need to do it. It should be from wanting yes. rather than the need. Is it? Definitely. Okay. Definitely. Okay. Okay. I don't think the need to do something is ever enough to drive you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's oh, not. It's not passionate. I mean, yeah. need to feed your children. That's old and bulky. But you know, that sort of feeling of obligation of this is a good idea is 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 not passionate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's. I wonder if it slows you down rather than pushing you forward. I think uh, as a. I think it does. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I think it becomes a, a weight on your shoulders mm, mm, rather than uh, something to a uh, snowball rolling down the hill kind of effect. Yeah. Yeah, and is there secrets that maybe you came across that really helps make all this tedious process that a lot of people would rather never do it? <laughs> is there a secret that you came across that really helps that you know you took it and were like, okay, we can use this? I think the people who you know I've met who've done it successfully. I mean, uh, you know, who've, who've gone all the way up to 10 mil or beyond or whatever, you know, all have that thing in common where they are just absolutely in love with what they do they are so determined to create this thing um you know it, it, it comes down to that drive i think okay and how would you how would you so how would you uh if you were to give an entrepreneur as an advice would you tell them to really find their core what, what would you tell them in terms of a from that observation there yeah i i think you know i don't think it's something you can create i think that's absolutely fatal i think you know if if you've got a good reason you know going back to what we were saying about why are you scaling you know if you've got a lovely business and you don't particularly want more hassle and there's no reason why you should don't mm. do it you know if you decide that you know what you want is to retire at 35 and you know you're now 28 and you've got seven years to make yourself into a multi-millionaire or whatever you know you need to put some serious graft and some serious drive into doing it you know? yeah, yeah. Um, but i mean i know those are two extremes but but you know it I, and i also don't think money actually does it i think um you know the idea of having freedom in your life to be able to put initially put a roof over your kids or heads or to have more time with your children you know or to to do amazing things to help the world you know all those things are are, are wise but just getting rich is not ever going to get you out of bed in the morning that's that's very that's very 
it resonates uh, with me. I understand. I, 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 I like that message. And we had talked here briefly about, you know, the visions and mission and purpose and, and, and having that purpose. Because oftentimes we forget, I think, we forget the key things, why we started what we're doing. And I think always going back and finding ways to bring our message back, I suppose. Um, uh, I, I wonder if that's one of the key things that... Um, you know would help you and i think from you you know kids i think kids for from your case were your inspiration am i right to say that oh absolutely yeah you know and uh, you know it was it was for kids and without the kids you know i wavered and you know yeah, to, to the pitch foot actually when i stopped it was such a relief i was a you know burnt out from years of trying to do something i didn't want to do really and you know doing writing instead which is what i do as you know full-time now you know i'm actually following a passion of mine you know so so yeah it's 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 lovely you know it's a whole different way of living life but i think you've got to got to got to have that passion yeah absolutely absolutely i love that uh is there any juicy tip tricks or secrets uh or from your viewpoint that could really help entrepreneurs getting them started on this journey and scaling their business especially if they want that life and they want to plan ahead to retire or sometime soon or later i think it, you know it, you, you've got to self-develop mm. you've got to self-develop a lot um you know because you you you're going to be your business's best asset to do it yeah. and that means all sorts of things that means you learning a huge amount it means you treating yourself in as an asset which doesn't come to most of us easily you know we think of ourselves as you know the person who must do right by everybody and work tonight so everybody can go home and all this that all has to stop actually you have to look after yourself really really well and ensure that other people are looked after well too but it can't be you picking up the pieces anymore you know you you've got to you, you've got to become a, a prize racehorse and uh, you know give yourself the best food the best training look after yourself physically get some support around you both in the business out of the business um train train for what you're going to do it's 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 interesting you mentioned uh training and support because uh i feel like sometimes entrepreneurs forget entrepreneurs forget that bit it's like uh i i already know i'm making sales i already know what i'm doing and i think that's not always the case uh, uh i know we we learn a lot more from others i think and they really allow us to grow personally and in business i was wondering um when 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 was your key moment when you were like okay i need to i need training and i need support and how did you go about that i'm curious it was late it was very late. <laughs> um, you know i mean i i did have the sales training and you know managed to put that together with the marketing experience i had which was not vast months but i you know that it was enough for me to work out uh, what to do to build business sales and marketing side um you know but again i mean it, it, you know so i'm sure you find it 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 stuns me though how many entrepreneurs don't understand how to, how a sales and marketing funnel works you know which which to me is basic 
and yet I, you know when I was started going out and teaching other people I found they would go what funnel you know and uh, you know it, people people just don't know the simplest things sometimes and you know nor did I when I started but you know recognize it go on yeah yeah, yeah. be curious be curious isn't mm, it yeah. absolutely yeah yeah I, I, I would love to ask a ton of other questions. <laughs> It's just, I'm, I'm finding that uh, it, really we do learn from others. And I think as entrepreneurs, we need to put this hurt, this hat of being a student at all times at any given opportunity that we get, because we, we, we never know when the next thing that could allow us to, you know, to really get the most out of what we're doing could come from and i love the messages that you're sharing with us here today i'm wondering if is there anything that i haven't asked in terms of scaling businesses because i i could go on with a ton of other questions but i wanted <laughs> to know something that is more important from your point of view no i mean i think you know preparation um of of your business and of you i think uh, are really key mm. and be sure you want to do it. those three we'll go with those three with say that again what do you mean Uh, preparation of you, we've uh-huh. talked about learning yeah. and starting to look after yourself and prioritize yourself. Mm-hmm. Getting preparation of your business as in planning uh, how you're going to do it. Mm-hmm. And the conviction that it's absolutely the thing you want to do. Mm-hmm. I think that's the perfect way to put all this, what we've been talking about today. And uh, I think that's that's a really powerful uh, message for any entrepreneur any entrepreneur who wants to have an end goal to their business because I think it gets quite too much at, at one point, doesn't it? Uh, yes. Even if it's your passion, you develop other passion over time and you want Absolutely. to try those, right? You want yeah. to go holidays somewhere. Yes. <laughs> You're somewhere entitled warm. to a life too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <It's unresolved>. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Thank you so much, John, for such a great interview. I am so excited for all this that you've shared. And it's very, it's a very close topic to my heart. So thank you so much for sharing it with us. And I want to thank all the entrepreneurs for joining us. And I'm sure the audience has gotten a ton, ton of tips, tricks, and uh, secrets on how they can go about starting thinking about their businesses, right? Adapting that mindset for thinking on how they could scale their businesses And um, I mean, these are some of the insider stuff that you need to be conscious of if you want to be planning retirement, holiday, anytime soon. But before we go, I just am wondering, is there a way, uh, could you tell us where we could learn more about you and what you do? Oh, absolutely, yes. You can go to my website and that's jancavell.co.uk, co.uk I am. And you can find out more about my background and read my articles about other entrepreneurs, which I find fascinating and learn from constantly. And also find out about my book, which is called Scale for Success. And uh, you can have a look at that, read the first chapter and see if that might be helpful to you. So so all that's on jancavell.co.uk. That is awesome. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. So thank you again, John Cavell, for sharing with us 
and thank you to the entrepreneurs for joining us on this amazing presentation on the tips tricks and tools that you can use to scale your business and i hope it'll massively help you uh improve your results as you go on taking these steps into this journey of scaling your business so again i am herbert innocent and thank you for joining us on this episode of the virtual entrepreneur and i would like to invite you to check out more information about john cavell at johncavell.co.uk today so you can learn more about scaling your businesses uh you know taking it from where you are to maybe growing up to a team or maybe just learning the mindsets the about sales and marketing and all these things that you need to be conscious of so that when you are ready to scale you have all the tools and the resources at hand and again as always thank you for joining us and have a wonderful day i will talk to you on our next episode <music>